this is Analog Spectrum. I keep telling Tony not to swear so much during the podcast, but he just doesn't fucking listen to me sometimes. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Analog Spectrum. Uh, again, we're here with Drew, Doug, and uh, myself, and we're going to talk a little bit about... Uh, uh, open world games. We've been doing the movie thing for so long. You know, we, we said, let's just know, do dude. something different. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to do maybe Definitely about different. three or four minutes talking about open world games. We're going to move immediately pivot to another movie. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. uh, no. In fact, let's do it now. Have you seen, guys seen Rain Man? Just oh, fuck, that movie's so good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's I, definitely good. I was got like yeah, 97 matches. So, uh, oh, crap. <laughs> All right. Uh, Here, we this, is a, this is probably gonna be yeah, open world games, man. What are you yeah. What are you playing right now, Drew? What are you playing? Open yeah, world. this is gonna be the Drew show because Drew's all about games, man. He's like, I do, I do love some games. Um, yep. I think the last open game that I played would be Hogwarts Legacy. I think you could consider that open world. Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. Yeah. Would you, you finish it? I did. I finished the story of that game. I I personally loved it, but I'm also a pretty pretty good Harry Potter fan. I'm not like, you know, I don't have a bunch of memorabilia or anything, anything crazy like that, but I own all the movies. I've probably watched all of them at least four or five times each through. Yeah. Dude, what was that one you made me go to the midnight showing when it came out? That was the uh, Deathly Hallows? Wow. I fell asleep. I, I'm not shitting you. Oh, I God. fell asleep in that movie. Not the a, because the movie wasn't very yeah, good. Those... But B, is like, I was too old at the time to be staying. <laughs> oh, midnight, my God. So. Dude, dude, I got to tell you. I got to. Oh, shit. Because back, uh, back when the Deathly Hallows 1 came out and Deathly Hallows 2, yeah, anybody, that, anybody that knows my wife knows that she is just like the sweetest woman, right? She is just so nice and so sweet. And uh, Agreed. And so, uh, so we took – so. Uh, Deathly Hallows came out. We were in Seattle, and uh, and I, I, we, we went to this really strange, like dollar movie uh, theater in some suburb. It was kind of weird. It was like this little, like you know, like a, the movie theaters that you, Doug and I used to go to, like in 1974, like two theaters, <laughs> right? And you know, the mm-hmm. squeaky ass seats and shit, and sticky floors, mm-hmm. and and paid a buck, and we're watching Deadly Deathly Hallows, but. But Melanie was like sleepy, so probably like like about maybe ten or fifteen minutes into the movie, man, she like falls asleep, right? She falls asleep, and she's like she's like it's not like you know little little cute. She's like, I mean, she is like out, right? She is like racked out, and so it gives a no. This must be I think this is Deathly Hallows Part Two because it was with the whole fight uh, with uh, with. Um, uh, Voldemort, right? Mm-hmm. You know, where they're doing the wand stuff. And it gets kind of loud. And all of a sudden, Melly wakes up. She's like, God damn, movie sucks, man. It's all dark <laughs> shit. And she's like, it's all shitty. She's all shitty. She's like, wow, the fucking movie's all dark. <laughs> and I was like, I was, <laughs> it was so messed up. It was like, the <laughs> oh, God, man. And I was like, that's so, it was so out of character, man. And you know what? Honestly, she's right. Mm-hmm. The movie is dark. It's a very well, low lit movie. It's hard yes. to see shit. Anyway, so that's really cool. What just happened? We started the open world and right, right movies. The movies, man. Well, so, it's Drew's fault. Movies, movies it's, suck. Open world. What you playing, Drew? Yeah, Hogwarts. It, okay, what else? yeah. So other than Hogwarts, um, <laughs> man, I've been playing a lot of racing games recently. So they're not. Most of those aren't open world, but well, I guess Forza's. Well, sort of open world, yeah, right? Forza I mean, has you can open go. World, open world. The Horizon series are open world. Yep. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So. I mean, the whole, the, you know, uh, about, and I, and I did look this up because I'm a nerd, uh, about four or five open world games come out per year, 
Right, that's about that's about average. How many open world games you'll you'll see, and, uh, okay. and most and most of them, you know, don't do so well. And I guess there's always that kind of conversation about whether or not open world games have gotten too big, you know, because they can, you know, and and uh, and you know, I think about any open world game as uh, because even though in every open world games, because D- Doug and and Andrew just loaned me uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which by the way, I think they they must have like a, a, a we're going to talk about AI later, like AI name generator for games because you know it's like Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, it's like you know, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like yeah, what? turn up, yeah. turn up, foot boat. You're like I don't know what that means, but <laughs> sounds badass. Anyway, I can't wait to play. Sounds it. awesome. It sounds mm-hmm. awesome. so anyway, but but I think with uh, so, with open world games. Uh, there's going to be some linearity. There's going to be a story that's going to that you're going to want it's to get be something. Through. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. well, you that, can't just otherwise. It's like what the hell are you doing? Yeah, right? Then you like got a, the Sims, right? Yeah, and there's, yeah. there's no real point. You just well, that's that's the two extremes, right? Like one is that yeah. you play a game that's on a rail, you know, where you just it's mm-hmm. taking you to the end. And another one, it's completely there's no story at all. So, uh, but right. overall games, you know, and, and I, I'll get, I, I wish I could get credit for where I heard this, but I agreed with it. Is one, uh, I gotta want to explore. You know, because that's what I like mm-hmm. to do. You know, I want to I want to go out there and like start checking stuff out. And I also because it is it is supposed to be an open world. You know, even though I know this doesn't happen, when the computer is turned off, I have to feel like that world exists in my absence. Still keeps going. Keeps mm-hmm. going. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. uh, and so there's probably just not a whole lot of games that, that have done that. I, I think I so. What did you, what, first? Let me ask you what did, What did you think of your first however many hours you have into um, Horizon Dawn? I like it. I mean, I I, I wouldn't. I probably. And again, I I know that uh, you and Drew like it. I I would say that it's, it definitely keeps my attention. It's probably not. The, I think like for example, like Hogwarts is. Uh, you know, it's it's not as good as Hogwarts because Hogwarts is you know is very right. immersive. Well, so again, yeah. I mean, I, no, I'm not trying to defend it, but you think about when it was That's made compared oh, yeah, to yeah. Hogwarts. I mean, well, yeah, the. The kind I, of the, the the idea of of open world games keeps on morphing, right? Because right. I'm going to tell you about the the one that's coming up pretty soon that I want all three of us to buy. But um, so yeah, when that came out, I think it was pretty pivotal at the time when it came out. Yeah. And then once you once you get through that and you play Forbidden West, you'll see, um, poof, man, they they ramped up um, all of the internals. They so they they ramped up all of the the knowledge trees and stuff where you get points and you learn more stuff. Uh, a lot more subtlety, a lot more detail, a lot more complexity. The weapon systems are all a lot more complex. And what that does in, in terms of gameplay is it, it makes it less boring. Uh, you know, it makes it boring further down the line. Like eventually you get it all. And eventually you're like, okay, I don't, I've done everything I don't want to play anymore. And this, the complexity of all that stuff pushes that point far, far down the road. Right. And even to the point, I will tell you that I have... I have intentionally not finished the story of the second one because I'm still exploring shit. I'm still looking for stuff, um, which I think is fun. That's that's cool. There's a whole I mean, there's so many interesting side missions that you can do. It keeps it it keeps it interesting. But you know, they they based the second one, of course, wholeheartedly on the first one. Um, yeah, and, and the story and, the story is what hooked me the most on the first one, and and I, I do like the combat a yeah. lot. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Now, again, my my, you know, I'm I'm I w- I'm not criticized because I, I like it. I'm going to finish it. You know, I'm playing it, and I am exploring. Yeah. yeah. But but again, to me, you know, this the expo- exploration in that game is kind of, you know, and, and again, no reason. It's I like it. 
but it's it's not the yeah, yeah. it's a little bit linear though right yeah, I mean, yeah exactly it's not the best exploration i ever had i do like mm. the combat because that once you because mm. you know i know drew and i've talked about this is that you know if i don't have a mouse and a keyboard man aiming anything is a flipping pain in the butt on a joystick. Yeah. But I am getting to the point now with that damn and I, and, I, and, I, and I've actually put it down for a, a few days or about a week but uh, mm-hmm. but I found I can go back to it pretty easy and I'm, I've actually started I've started to do that thing on that game where you can say hey I really want this this uh, this ultra rare bow that this guy is selling let me what, what, what right. heart do I need out of what what thing market go out there and get it yeah but there's nothing better than like you know doing like a double tap kill on two robots standing right next to each other and you're kind of like that makes you because i like firing a bow again like like i think i mentioned yeah. this is reminds me of uh the turok games back from like way mm. back you know the killing things with mm. a bow is just fun you know <laughs> It's uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's but but with I but like I said, do, do I feel that this game continues after I turn the, the computer off? Not really. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I agreed. I, yeah, and even expo- the second one doesn't have that either. Yeah, yeah, the second one doesn't have that. Right. Even with exploration, now that I've kind because one of the things I really liked was jumping on the tall boy robots. And so I immediately mm-hmm. went out and just jumped on every one of those sons of bitches, right? It's so now oh, kind the of, tall next, yeah. Yeah, the tall next. So I kind of like uh like uh, uh, explored, you know what I mean. Now, so I, I've kind of seen most of the terrain. Even though some of those terrains, like there's that I forget what it is, but that gigantic bird thing is just laying fucking on <laughs> me left and right, bird. dude. You run like a oh, bitch. Oh yeah, dude. You come, you're coming up to parts of the story. You come. What do you? Can you tell me roughly where you are in the story? Uh, it's hard. Like, uh, no, I, like... I got to tell you honestly, the story progressed, and then I got a, I got to the place where the world opened up, and I've just been like I've been doing like the uh, and doing uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, the hunting lodge. So you come and... to a couple of key moments in the story um, where right. you, you sort of discover who you are and who right. that character is because it's pivotal. That is pivotal. Right. And when you when you I will Drew. Mark this down in pen. Tony is going to love the end game of this game. He's right. going to love the end of right. it because uh, not maybe not the final scene because the final scene, I thought, oh, man, really? We have to do that. But everything leading up to that, that you'll see there's going to come a point in that game, Tony, where they're going to say, are you sure you want to go on? Because yep. you, you have to pass this next mission or else yep. there's no going back. So sure. you're going to say yes, of course, keep going. Once you get to that point, it's epic. From that point on, it is like, whew, it's good. And I'm hoping that the same thing happens in the second one. I've kind of been stretching it out to hope that that yeah, happens. Well, but, um, well, with this game right now, I'm kind of in this place where, like, like you know, I get tired at night and I, I get a choice between, like, sitting around talking to Melanie or playing the game. So I sit around and talk with Melanie. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's not always, it's not always that case, you know, where I'm kind of like, uh, yes. yeah, I kind, of, I kind of feel like playing. Uh, but, but, like... I think, and also I've just, you know, Doug, we, we were talking earlier offline, both of us have a lot of crap on our plate, you know? So, so yeah, so it's hard to actually carve out any time uh, to play, you know, but, uh, but like mm-hmm. I, this weekend I've, I'm going to be locked down. So I'll probably get like, mm-hmm. and I, I'll have my PlayStation with me. So I'll probably get like eight to 10 hours mm-hmm. in the game and move the story Burn forward. some hours in. Yeah. 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 But, uh, no, but, it's yeah. cool. So yeah, I, again, I would just say, I would recommend, um, just go and keep that main storyline trucking along as you do all those side missions if you can right um because it, it is it is it gets so complicated and good and you know i'm a story nerd and that one that one was way way up on the top of my list That's a good story yeah i know drew and i've been playing a lot of uh gran turismo 7 okay um, well, that's, got, that's kind of an open world game too in its own weird way right i mean if you think about that yeah stuff. yeah we uh I, I bought a uh a um, steering wheel setup thing from a guy online for like a hundred bucks and they usually go for like five hundred dollars mm-hmm. you know? yeah. and then 
Yeah, so then I bought the, the steering wheel and the pedal and stuff, and then you add the VR to it, and it is like a whole new thing. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, it's addicting. It, you, you get in there and you race, and it's like, really go over some of the hills, and you kind of almost feel the butterflies, man. It, you know, it's good. But, Super uh, awesome. Yeah, you're playing a lot of that. What else you been playing, Drew, other than the Hogwarts and that? You played, what was the Cyberpunk thing? <sighs> yeah, Cyberpunk 2077. That was like... That was an interesting one. I did. I didn't like it very much at first, and there was a lot of reasons for that. Primary reason was it just didn't run good. So they released it, and there was a whole. Anyone that knows anything about this game will know that they uh, PlayStation took it off of the PlayStation Store for like six months. Like they wouldn't even sell it because of its performance <laughs> on on generation consoles. Um. And even my PC, man, I built my computer to whenever Microsoft announced they were pulling out Flight Sim 2020, I was like, okay, I want to build a computer so that it can handle. They had like AI procedural generation, like the entire globe is on the Microsoft Flight Sim. So I built a freaking pretty powerful computer to deal with that game, which I ended up not even getting anyway, but that's, that's a whole I was going to ask you if you yeah. have it because I have it. And it's I good. don't have it, but I, I will get it eventually. But I, I want to get the I want to get the the yoke and the the rudder pedals and stuff. Right. But, Does that support VR? Do you know? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it did, but I also wouldn't. Well, be surprised if it did, if it then did, I'm in because so, it came out well three years ago. Yeah, it, it should. Or they should at least update yeah. it too. Yeah. But um. So yeah, <laughs> Cyberpunk man, that uh, my computer is pretty good. And even it was just choppy and there was like um, like pop-in textures were really bad. So if you're driving in a car at any type of speed, you'd go, I don't know, like a couple hundred yards down the road and all of a sudden you're, you're playing a game from the 19 freaking 90s again. You know, like the, the graphics were just awful. The textures wouldn't load. So right. I set that game down for a good six months to a year or so. And uh, over the course of time, to be fair to the developers, they did they put in a lot of work to make it playable and decent. So uh, on my, I, I recently started playing it again, and uh, I'm actually I'm having a lot more fun with it than I did before. Um, How's the story on that thing? All I know is Keanu Reeves did some stuff the, with it. That's the, the story is cool. The story is the the is main it? the main driving force behind that game. What makes it good is is the story, and. Um, there's just is that Matrixy or something. <sighs> Summarize. So I, I, I haven't even completed the game yet, so I don't know what's okay, happening so in the end. But, what's coming, um, yeah. So you, at the very beginning, you you choose one of three paths, and um, again, this is another thing that kind of soured me towards this game is they made a bunch of promises and then didn't keep ninety nine percent of them. Like like they said. You could choose a life path, and it would it would drastically change the story, and it doesn't drastically change the story at all. You choose one <laughs> of three paths, and it gives you maybe an extra dialogue option every so often on like a mission or two, and it gives you your first hour of play is different depending on what you play. But after that first hour, the game's the entire the same for everyone, and then mm. you again you might get an extra like an extra dialogue option here or there depending on the character you're talking to like you know if you share mm. the same background you might right. be able to say something that you wouldn't otherwise be able to say but other than that so um yeah you choose you can either be like a nomad which is like out in the sticks um outside of night city which by the way night city incredible map like 
But mm. if you're driving into the city from out in the desert, it, it is incredible. They did a great job of making aesthetically making that that map look awesome. That's cool. Um, but yeah, so you can nomad. You can be a, a corpo, which is like a you know corporate. You work a work a desk job. Mm. You're working for the corporations, and or you can be a street kid. You know, you're basically in the hood. Basically, is where you grow up. And the premise okay. is that corporations, like mega corporations, have taken over as far as governments. There's not really governments anymore. It's all run by these like giant, giant corporations. And um, you're trying to hitting a little too close to home, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Again, the story, <laughs> the story is real interesting. That's what's kept me playing this last playthrough is the story, and uh, just some of the fun, like some of the fun stuff in there. Like you can have melee weapons and there's one melee weapon it's like a it's like a six foot dildo and you can beat people to death with it it's hilarious can't wait i'm buying it makes some vibrations whenever you hit someone with it it's hilarious come back come back doug doug where'd doug go (laughs) wait i'm gone (laughs) but um (laughs) probably not the selling point for the game but i get it well that's just you know i don't know man uh, I was I was starting to tune yeah. out until you mentioned that. I'm, I'm not leaning exactly in. That. Really? <laughs> it's not a, it's not a sexual thing, guys. It's not a sexual thing. Uh, that's right, right, dude. So. But yeah, so all right, so so yeah, I remember you complaining about that when you got it, and, and it wasn't running. Yeah, good just dude. I was just curious well, how it played out after. It's, it's okay. Well, <clears throat> and and just that and just that short time, like Drew, like nailed like five or six problems with games. Now is they can release yeah. garbage and just say we're going to patch it, yeah. you know, and yeah. uh, that never happened. I mean, I say it never happened. I mean. You know, the, you know, you got to give uh, game companies credit when they're like, oh, "We'll release it when it's ready." You know, the, was it yeah. uh, Project Red? I think it was. It released uh, Cyberpunk. I think it was CD CD CD, CD Red. I can't remember, Red. but yeah, CD Project Red. Yeah, they, you know, they were like, people are going to lose their mind if we don't release this game. So they're just kind of like, here. And they, you know, they they, what like was the game they had? Months, what well. was the game that they had before that that was so freaking popular? Witcher. Oh, uh, yeah. Witcher. Witcher. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. The open world. That's Probably the open world uh, mecca. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Witcher three. But uh, yeah, it was an awesome game. But that uh, also, you know, the you know the the because you even mentioned, and it's funny because to a certain extent, you're like you tolerated it. You know, you're like, well, at least they fixed it. You know, there's that that can ruin a game com- company. You know, yeah. Game, yeah. shit will ruin a game company. It did for a like while. right now. We, yeah, have you guys been keeping? And again, totally kind of off topic, but I don't know if you've been keeping up with the uh, Call of Duty boycott that's going on right now. I don't know if that's gonna if that's gonna get traction. But that, yeah, yeah, but uh, but it doesn't take a whole. Yeah, that's what you know. The thing, the people I heard somebody say, you know, uh, Call of Duty's uh, jacked up all first-person shooters because you know they basically cornered the market on first-person shooters, which is tragic, by the way, because first-person shooters are amazing. But uh, but but also, I, don't know if I agree with that though because I, I never did like it. But no, I mean, well, I did. I, you know, we, you know, we're, we're talking about these games, and you mentioned Cyberpunk. Or, or, or uh, was it? Uh, yeah, cy- is it Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, so it is a cyberpunk universe. We mentioned, uh, you know, there's there's games uh, like Matt. Yeah, you mentioned also. I thought it was interesting. You mentioned how they promised actions would have consequences and they don't. That's what killed Mass Effect Three, right? Mm-hmm. Mass Effect Three was supposed to be, you know, you you make decisions throughout the game and you get a very unique ending. End up having like two or three endings, and everybody was like, "This game sucks," right? Yeah. You know, nothing yeah. I did really mattered. 
but there's space exactly. there's space operas post-apocalyptic fallout red dead redemption wild oh. west you know you know game after game takes takes place in a fantasy world so you know there, you know uh you know uh I, I, matter of fact the, the one i most recently played i played a, a fallen order i played jedi fallen order and uh, that was an open world game and doug you mentioned getting to a point where it's like uh if you proceed beyond this guess what you know you can't you know mm. and you're like have i have i gone around enough and picked up enough right, of right. this and that to make sure my health because i guess you know uh and, and doug is uh quite rightfully so uh, uh accused me of being a completist i am i like <laughs> i want to see that i want to see everything right but i've had to basically mm. uh tuck that part of my ocd in because like like using well, you have to in the game so too no, big man you, the, the you freaking, can't go see everything horizon no horizon you know that you you get like a, you pick up like a metal flower which by the way you get a map later if you can find helps you find them but you open up that screen you oh i got a metal flower and, it, and you look and, and there's a screen uh with one metal flower and 98 blanks right and you're yes. kind of like oh i'm not finding all them sons of bitches not <laughs> No freaking way. Well, I mean, if they if they did amazing stuff for you, that would be one thing, but they well, don't really do much for well, you. I, mean, I found the, I found the, uh, the, uh, the vendor who you sell them to. Uh, you know, yeah, but, yeah. But, but I mean, big deal. You get credits. But I, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Assassin's That's, Creed used to be amazing at that. There, I think it was yeah. Assassin's yeah. Creed 3 or something. If you did – if you collected all these like uh, – I can't even remember what they were. They were like pages that would fly – kind of like in Hogwarts. Flying pages around, that yeah. Flying around. Yeah. If you collected all of them, you'd get some insane armor set or something, and it looked mm -hmm. sick, and it gave you all these stats. But, like, it just doesn't – it just doesn't happen anymore. It's just yeah, how many, how many, yeah. how many pages? How many pages did you chase around in Hogwarts? Uh, a lot of them, actually. A lot of them. Yeah, hell yeah, you do. First one you see, you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you're yeah. the freaking Accio button all the time. Yeah, you're like, come on, get over here. Yeah. <laughs> And, and like sometimes it'll be like I got to go back and play that game. I I wish I hadn't stopped playing it for a while because uh, because you know I'm gonna you know I don't I don't think I could fly a broom right now if I had to. But uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's <laughs> the one thing that they could have done a little better. I think was the flying mechanics were a little yeah. a little weird, but yeah, it's them. it's it's beautiful. Like like when you're flying around, it's, oh, yeah. it's a pretty big map. Awesome. Yeah, surprisingly big map. Super cool. But uh, hmm. but I was also going to kind of mention like. Like uh, they talk about the world's getting too big. I, like I, I played like the first uh, uh, Elder Scrolls Arena, which is like 1994, right? And uh, that was like my first like because you know open world games go all the way back to like Ultima, where you're like a little, a little you know eight pixels moving around a map with other eight pixels and and uh, etc. And that one was like the first kind of uh, you know first person perspective. Uh, and I just remember being like like holy crap where is this going to end up you know where you know you know what yeah i remember trying to cheat it by the way too i remember like the, there was a you know they, they would do like a uh riddles yeah i'd use riddles to open a cage but then i'm getting a spell that could basically like like destroy walls and i was trying to go <laughs> around the cage but the game was set to where it would it would screw you if you did that i remember like stopping playing because it pissed me off but anyway with that said i just remember like the first <laughs> time i couldn't world, cheat i couldn't cheat i couldn't well i knew the freaking riddle i think the game was bugged because i knew the answer to the riddle which was hourglass don't remember the freaking question but the answer is <laughs> fucking hourglass i typed that shit in the cage didn't open bugged bugged okay mm -hmm. so you know don't give me your before freaking the internet little where you can just look up the answer yeah pre-internet you gotta, you gotta buy the freaking yeah. Anyway, I but I, I love that game. I knew I was kind of hooked, you know. So yeah, yeah. it was a good yeah. one. Doug, what do you, Doug? 
we're sitting there blathering back and forth. I know no, you're no, like... fine. I, um, so, uh, um, the second horizon I've been playing a little bit. Um, but again, I'm kind of stretching that one out on purpose. Um, I got partway through at one point and I started over cause I just, I was so used to playing the first one that I literally was blasting through. Cause when you get towards the end, you're so powerful. You can do so much stuff so fast, you know? So I started off this game, which picks up right where the other one left off. And, um, I was just blasting through shit. And then I realized like, man, I didn't even like look around. There's all kinds of new stuff. And so I just started the whole thing over again. And now I'm at the point where uh, I'm headed to the main uh, big battle at the end. I've opened up the entire map except for this this last part. And I'm just kind of like stretching that out. But um, I'm loving the, the the characters. I'm loving the the whole design of the thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's all really good. Um but the one I'm really after, and I'm, I'm hoping I can convince you guys to buy this, if uh, I'm sure it should come out on PC, is uh, Starfield. Oh, God, and, it's um, out now, have, isn't have it? Have you guys – no, it doesn't come out until September. Uh, okay. Have you guys played uh, No Man's Sky? Yeah, you remember we played it together a little bit when it first came out, uh, but, it, but it blew. Did we, you remember? and I? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I don't, I don't think because it's it, be a lot better now, but I don't know. Yeah, that's what I've heard because you remember we – I can't remember if it was me or some of my other yeah, we friends. we had it on but, Steam. Yes, but but you know the whole point about that game is you could actually you supposedly could play it as a you know you could play it as a multiplayer, but because there was right. a trillion stars, good luck. You actually had to find each other. Yeah, it could find yeah. each other. Literally, it's like a trillion yeah. stars. Yeah, supposedly it's a lot better, yeah. but it's supposed to be like that, isn't it? Yeah. So Starfield is kind of set that same way, uh, but oh my god, the graphics look amazing, man! I watched a forty-five minute video uh, over the course of the last couple of days, just bits right. and pieces when I could get it. And uh, it looks so good, man. So detailed. Um, but there's there's roughly uh, just over a thousand planets that you can you can go explore, and they are uh, they're generative. So as you approach the planet, it will generate the the biosphere for you. And then uh, I, I think the devs have a whole list of like side missions that they just randomly plonk onto these these um, these worlds. But uh, there's a there is a line there's a, a line that you follow the main story arc. Um, but you can you can definitely change your arc. You can go be a pirate if you want. Uh, one of the things I thought was cool is when you disable a ship and you do um, space combat, you disable a ship, and if you don't blow it up, you can actually dock with it and then go take over the ship. Uh, you can kill all the people on board and then steal it, and it's your ship. <laughs> you can do whatever you want with it. You can sell it. You can take parts off of it, whatever, you know. So kind of, kind of like Grand, Tur- or what do you do, Grand Theft Auto that Andrew and I used to hijack right. and steal cars and stuff but um but it looks really really good but i was thinking to myself and back to your comment about uh, games being so big i was thinking to myself like okay in reality if i get this game i'm i'm, I'm gonna have to budget my time like it's that big of a game like there's <laughs> if i just go in and start playing like crazy i'm i'm gonna lose myself in it and um you know i'll find myself living on the street and no job and whatever so I'm gonna have to budget. I'm gonna have to budget some time for it, and then if you guys get it, then we can try that No Man's Sky type concept again, yep. where we can meet up and the three of us can go raid shit. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be fun. Oh, you know, I love the I love the multiplayer. I love it. Yeah. You know, mm. I'm all about it. And and uh, it's hard to find good multiplayer games though, oh, man. It is. It is that are not that are not like you know Call of Duty. It's, EVP. It's, yeah. Well, I don't, yeah. I'm not, I can't, I'm not I can't keep up yeah. with those. Even then, try and find one PVP game that three or four of your friends all like. 
Like, you know, it's yeah. so subjective that it's, it's hard it for is. me to even play with a lot of my friends. Like, some of us like Fortnite, some of us like COD, some of us like Rocket League, whatever, you know? If right. you're not right. in mood, then. Well, yeah. and that's the thing, too. You mentioned it because I have friends that play, and uh, and we've definitely been around. Like, we all met playing one, we were playing City of Heroes, right? And we still play mm-hmm. on occasion, and there are there are multiplayer games. But, like, I remember, I, I like I like MMOs, right? I, I, but... But their, their play style in MMOs is different than my play style in MMOs, right? I, mm. I like we're sitting here talking about open world games. I like to explore, I like to find mm. you know, oh look at this little this little precious nugget of goodness I found that changes my character away, you know, mm. th- and also oh look this guy there's a guy over like City of Heroes was a was a comic book uh, uh, game and you could tell the the individuals that made this game uh, really loved comic books because it played like playing in a comic book so there were things where you could where you would you would and they even the chat bubbles even look like chat bubbles from uh from a comic book right and these mm. guys man they would roll up a character they roll up a tune and they would just wide open throttle that son of a bitch to get try to get him to max mm. right and i was like you know you know it's been a while since i've gone over to this area and experienced this yeah. this very interesting thing that they've done in this game they're like no we got to go over to this area on the map where you know we can herd the uh, herd all the, yeah we herd all these guys up and and uh, you know they're worth max points and we can basically spam this and next thing you know we'll be level 25 and we can move over to this area of the map but but don't we want to go to the ghost city where we can basically fight ghosts they're not worth anything who gives a shit they don't, they don't have any yeah. good drops and so yeah, yeah. there's that and also uh, there are other mmos that, there's all, there's been all kinds of mmos that have come out they're all wanted to be like the wow killer but none of them ever were but uh Mm. But look, we're really good. But like we were talking mm. earlier, it does not take a lot for pe- for like your fan base to just desert you in a game. Yeah, you yeah, know? no, for sure, it's a pretty competitive market. Yeah, and and, and yeah. people have zero tolerance, man. Like if if your yeah, content no, isn't no, there, no. are you for oh like micro microtransactions? How, people get pissed about that, and your game is like right we were now. We just talking about that. Me yeah. and Andrew were just talking about that yesterday. So on this on this uh, grand. Th- uh, uh, GT7, Gran Turismo 7, there, there's legendary cars. That thing's awesome. They put legendary cars in it. My favorite car is the Daytona Coupe. Sure. And um, 20 million credits to get that thing. <clears throat> and the, the single highest paying race is a million credits. And that's what, like an hour, right? Wow. You got an hour around Spa, right? If you drive for an hour around Spa, through the rain, through all the NPCs jacking you up, and you come in first place, you get a million bucks. So you got to do that 20 times just to afford that car. But there's microtransactions. That'll make it easier. If you use microtransactions to get the car, it costs you $200. 200 bucks to get I that one I guarantee you. Like, people have bought yeah, that car. No, people bought that freaking car, man. Yeah, not me. No. I ain't doing it. But but it makes people angry that that that's that you can yeah. you can play to win. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and of course, like uh, Activision Blizzard, you know, you know, which, yeah, I see Drew going like this. Yeah, man. That's yeah, like, yeah. They're, the that they're the worst. But Blizzard used to be awesome. And, you know, they did Diablo. They did the the Warcraft series. They did Starcraft. They did Activision amazing games. And EA are probably the two most hated video game companies. Yeah, 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 they're man. they're People, sa- they're 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 yeah. they're, uh, they're evil. But you know, they they came out, and I did put. I, I remember when Diablo came out. The first the first and well, the second Diablo is the you know, ah, it's like the greatest game <laughs> mm-hmm. ever, right? Uh, one of the greatest open world games ever. Uh, and uh, uh, they came out with Diablo three, which was pretty good. And they they came out with the next Diablo, and it was uh, it was a smartphone. It was a mobile game. And I don't know if you ever seen the the the, uh, the BlizzCon from that, but like the guy they announced it was a uh, 
uh, a uh, mobile game and they, they go questions and answers and some guy comes up and he goes I, I just want to ask is this like some sort of like fucked up late April Fool's <laughs> joke that you're putting he's like this is not good you know and and, uh, and the next guy that one the next guy goes do you have any plans whatsoever to put this game on PC and they were like, no plans to put it on PC. And everybody starts booing. And then, like, the guys on the panel, the guys on the panel goes like, what, like, you guys don't own phones? It's like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. And, so, and, and also, and now, they're, now they're kind of circling the drain on Overwatch, which I'm fine with. I, I just don't yeah. – I don't have time for it, you know? But, um, yeah. but yeah, you talk about the, the – the, so, you, you know, you don't really – when it comes to – anyway, when, when you come to, like, you know uh, – uh, co-op play, which is my favorite thing. I love. Do you remember, yeah. Doug? Remember when you and I were playing freaking uh, uh, Left 4 Dead? Oh, that was epic. Yeah, epic. that was like the best gaming I think we've ever had. Ever had, dude. Ever had. Yeah. You know, because you, you yeah. never have so much hours. Fun. We would play that and never get bored. It was dude. fun as anything. Yeah. yeah, and it was that was pretty linear. I mean, to oh, yeah, be fair, real. you went from station to station, and that was it. Yeah, but man, the 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 way they generated the zombies randomly was very very cool. Right. Yeah, and I, I played Back for Blood too, and people didn't like Back for Blood, but I liked it. Okay. I play. I yeah, actually so, recently man. played Back for Blood, and it was it was okay. I think with all the all the plethora of games that are available now, it's a little makes it yeah, hard. it makes it a little more difficult. But it was fun. It was it was a yeah. nice update, I think, to Left 4 Dead, the, the series. Well, and it's interesting because. Uh, they again. They made mistakes because they did. They did kind of refer to it as a spiritual successor for Left 4 Dead, and uh, I think people kind of again. People get pissed for God knows what, and and yeah. people didn't like that. And also, they didn't like that whole collectible card thing where you had to collect cards and that use that to modify your character. Yeah, I, I, mm. I wasn't a big fan of that either. But mainly because I didn't. Um, I didn't, I wouldn't say I didn't understand it. It was just like I didn't. I didn't see the need for it to be in there really. Well, yeah, they made it. Too, I think they made it too, too, uh, too complicated, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. For a casual player, yeah. And, I just and, go and also, like, jack up some zombies, man. I don't want to. Yeah, it's a. It's some of the characters are crazy OP, man, and and like I'm like I like I always like to play a sniper. Snipers just don't make it in the zombie apocalypse, man. They just don't. No. <laughs> Well, no, like you need a shotgun to the flamethrower, man. Yeah, it's, you know, freaking <laughs> axe, shotgun, flamethrower. Yeah. Hold yeah. on, this this made me think. I actually. I lied to you guys. The last open world game I played was Dead Island Two. Is it the one that just? Oh, yeah, yeah. What would you think? Incredible game, incredible. Yeah. And I didn't. I haven't really? been able to play much of it because I flew out to Texas about a week after I bought it. Um, but yeah, me, me, and two other of my buddies were doing a playthrough. So there's three of us in there. Like, that game is badass, man. I think you guys would both really enjoy it. Well, all right, Drew, so t- tomorrow, so today, Tony, for, for all listeners, I had about half of my windows and doors replaced. And tomorrow, I was off today and Andrew worked, so tomorrow we're switching. Andrew, you're off tomorrow. If you can help move the furniture and get everything out of the way so these guys can finish up tomorrow, tomorrow evening when I get home, we'll get that PC hooked up and you can just log into Steam and play away. Is it a, I got a pretty decent PC. It's, a, it's, it's pretty hurting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I remember the original. Uh, uh, what was it? What did you say? Uh, not uh, what was it called? Uh, uh, Dead Island. Dead right? Island. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember the original. The original, and, and if anybody has never seen the trailer for the original, it had like a trailer that basically elevated it. That it really could never overcome its own trailer. I don't. You ever yeah. see just a crazy, you know, crazy trailer? 
but I, I remember playing the original Dead Island. It was a, a very open world. I love that whole zombie apocalypse thing. Um, and of course, mm-hmm. Doug and I played Dying Light too. We, you know, I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. good. It was all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I like I like the whole that that had a a, a real uh, uh, vertical uh, exist. You know, you know, like rather than just being all flat, mm-hmm. you basically mm-hmm. running around between buildings. I, I liked yeah, that lots a lot. Yeah, parkour stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but the story was a little too heavy. I'm mean, not heavy. It's just like yeah. sometimes just like can we just you know, yeah. I know you yeah. hired I know you hired Rosario Dawson, but I got it. This is let's cut the drama anyway. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so but definitely Starfield. Starfield. That's 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 a Put it on uh, your radar. That's a September. Uh, it's coming out. Cool. Hopefully by then my life will be calmer. So man, I'm hoping mine too. Holy crap! Man. Well, everything we're saying, I can't do shit if I'm freaking come dragging it like eight o'clock at night. I'm an old man, dude. I know, dude. I know. I feel it. I, well, we delayed recording this podcast so I could go build a frame for my freaking window to be installed. That tomorrow. window behind so Doug in that he, there's no glass in that hole. I know that one's that one's getting replaced tomorrow. Okay. So, uh, All right. So, <laughs> how about uh, them kitchen countertops? Plywood. Baby. <laughs> That's all right. Doug. It's only for another week or so. Next week they get replaced. So you're like you're like this old house, bro. Fuck, man. It's, Bob Vila. Yeah. I think we're in, you know how you you do projects and you get to like, whichever way you look at it, you get to the peak of the problems or in the valley of the like, ah, yeah. that's where we're sitting right now. We're sitting, it's like the house is a disaster. There's crap everywhere. Nothing's where it belongs. The construction dudes are coming back tomorrow. We're trying to finish crap up. It's just like, ah, so. Dude, oh, I man, get it, man. Can't wait I mean, to get it done. Like we said before, I'm not where you are, but my house is under construction too, and uh, yeah, it's moving. It. Yeah, it's moving along, but it's still one of the. We're Mel and I are living like in a. We're living the trailer life right now, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, anyway. we digress. Okay. Yes. Okay, well, everybody, we'll uh, we'll end it there. Uh, any last thoughts? Any uh, we kind of talked it through. No, I don't think so. GTA Six at some point in the not too distant future, right? We all hope. Yeah, I think it's been in development. All the Grand Theft Auto. Right How long has been all the like Grand a... Theft Auto players? What's that? All the Grand Theft Auto fans out there are hoping for GTA Six. Oh, yeah, been no official, no official anything, right? Drew, the rumor mill like yeah, crazy. Yeah, there, it's, it always happens the same, man. It's happened the same with GTA Five, GTA Four. Okay. I think before that as well, rumored for you know five years, and then finally get a snippet yeah. of information. But. Yeah, but man, the way Rockstar makes their games, when it finally drops, yeah, that's yeah, going to be. I, oh. I mean, because if they've had this much time since GTA Five, mm-hmm. technology's gotten so much better. And GTA Five is gonna still a good game. Even for, oh yeah, even it's for still nowadays, good. It's still a good game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People still play Starcraft Two. They still play yeah. GTA Five. I think GTA Six yeah. has been in development for I think twenty five years. <laughs> it seems like it. Yeah, but uh, but no, if a game's good, a game's <laughs> good. You know. Yeah. So, uh, but, so, all right, everybody, all right. let's end it there. Thanks again for yep. for listening, and uh, you have a great rest of the day. See you later. I keep telling Tony not to swear so much during the podcast, but he just doesn't fucking listen to me sometimes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thank you.
Well, folks, we've reached the end of another fantastic episode of Analog Spectrum. Before we wrap things up, I want to give a big shout out to all you awesome listeners out there. Seriously, your support means the world to us. Remember, you can catch our podcast on all major platforms. Whether you're into Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other platform of your choice, we've got you covered. So make sure to hit that like, share, and subscribe button. We don't want you missing out when we drop a new episode. Now here's the deal. We want to hear from you. If you have any feedback, constructive criticism, or even if you want to be a guest on our show, shoot us an email. We're all ears and excited to connect with our amazing listeners. As we sign off, keep the spirit of analog exploration alive and kicking. Embrace those old school vibes in our digital world. We'll be back with more intriguing conversations, mind-blowing stories, and surprising discoveries on Analog Spectrum. Thanks a million for tuning in, folks. Until next time, keep it curious, keep it inspired, and keep it connected.